2: and gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization pedro let me let me say congratulations on your long time in radio you are your team and for your ratings man i was reading about that i'm very uh, impressed with you pedro and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history I don't want to to predict this fight, but you know I'm gonna promise that I I can give a good fight, you know, to so, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Pedro
1: Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another, but I'm gonna get
2: the job done.
3: promising <laughs> Cabello, bienvenidos. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, today we'll be talking boxing and mixed martial arts fights tonight on both Fox and ESPN, of course, Eladir Alvarez, one time a WBO light heavyweight champion, a guy that I thought had some had, had some durability, well, actually, he turned out to be a softie. Bottom line is, he's in the main event on ESPN. And, of course, uh, Julian Williams defending the WBA and IBF, I think, 154-pound title. That's going to go down on Fox. So straight up, Foxy tonight on Fox and, of course, ESPN. But wait. The terror is back. I call him the terror because people think that he's really a killer. I'm talking about Conor McGregor. Well, the king of the box office, maybe when it comes to the world of mixed martial arts, or is he still? Of course, he and Floyd Mayweather engaging in that circus of a fight a couple years ago, making them both all kinds of money. Of course, mega money. Of course, and then after that, uh, Conor is sort of sliding off into the world of the abyss. Of course, throwing a hand truck through a bus window. I mean, getting lit up by Khabib. Bottom line is, Conor McGregor is a has been. But he's taking on a guy that's probably got more miles on him than Conor McGregor. I'm talking about the cowboy, Donald Serone. Straight up, that's the USC tonight. Lots of stuff to talk about. We'll bring in the PhD of boxing. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside look at the world of boxing. Of course, coming to you from Sports Byline in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California.
4: The season is off and rolling, and we're down to the Final Four in the NFL. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. And like I said, it's conference championship time in the NFL, and you can follow all the lines at BetOnline.ag. The early game on Sunday features Cinderella, Tennessee, on the road at KC, a touchdown favorite with a total in the low 50s. And on Sunday evening, Green Bay heads to San Francisco as a touchdown dog with a total in the mid-40s. Who will reign supreme and hoist the conference championship hardware? Before the next kickoff, head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, betonline.ag.
0: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober and...
1: That's 800-403-5912. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 80-754-4531. 80-754-4531. 754 4531 That's 80-754-4531.
3: Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Later in the show, we'll be getting to depth, uh, going to the depth on the career of Rocky the Soul Man Johnson. I want to bring that up. Of course, a a prolific black african-american professional wrestler started in the 60s he wrestled for a long time of course he's more famous for being the father of Dwayne the rock johnson now we take it to brooklyn new york let's take it to brooklyn new york of course and bring in the bronx bomber himself i'm talking to, not brooklyn the bronx why don't I keep, the, I, I keep getting in trouble here the brooklyn the bronx i think i'm thinking tfmo lopez bottom of is, talk to me socrates how's life treating you I'm doing well, P. How's everything with you? Everything's excellent, man. You know, a little, little crazy here. I got this event coming up February 1st, and I've got a, um, uh, I'm going to use this venue one time only, and I won't mention the venue on the radio, but I'm using this venue one time only, and the, the lady turned out to be a real big pain in the ass, and, and, and I just, she overcharged me. I mean, she's just she. she here's what's up. I was desperate for a to do an event. I wanted to, I wanted a hall right away, so I grabbed this hall. And as these other guys were giving me like back and forth, putting me on hold. Anyway, the bottom line is, she's a piece of work. I'll just leave it at that. She stressed me out before I came on the air. So bottom line is that lady is um. I'll never be doing business with her again. Ever after this, gotcha. yeah. Um and of course we got another event May the first maybe April the fourth as well. Um straight up you are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. We're talking boxing, MMA, and not my uh, promotional endeavors. Um, talk to me, your guy Julian Williams from the city of Brotherly Love tonight taking on Jerson Rosario. Is this a is this a fight worthy of watching on TV? Uh,
5: we'll be on the East Coast. I mean, it's snowing here, so where where are you going to be going in a in a snowstorm? So it's uh if you're a fight fan, you're going to watch. Uh, there, the old adage back in the day was that a fighter tends to get better after he becomes champion mm-hmm. uh, let's see if that's the uh, if that cliche holds true with uh, J-Rock uh, he has uh, he struck the world last year I mean I don't think anyone expected him to, to do what he did to Jared Hurd beat him pretty easily mm-hmm. went on the road mm-hmm. and um, he hasn't fought since though long layoff Going about nine months, so it'll be interesting to see how J-Rock has handled, I'm sure, at least on the local level, his celebrity, and um, he's going to have a tough guy in front of him, um, who is not a world beater, but he's just an awkward, strong guy, um, he was stopped already once before,
2: mm-hmm.
5: um, Julian Williams is ironically going to face some of the issues that Jared Heard did, he was fighting at home. And when you're fighting at home, you you want to make everyone happy. You know, you're gonna get cousins that call you that you haven't spoken to in a while. <laughs> you know?
3: I'm, that's what I'm groaning tickets. about. That's what I'm groaning about right here. Me you groaning. What I'm that's what I'm groaning about right here, man. Is that thank God we didn't have cell phones in those days, man? Because these people were like they would call. My mother would say, "You know who called yesterday?" I said, "No, mom. Who called?" She goes. Auntie so-and-so. I said, where does she live in now? I don't even know where the lady lives. You know what I'm saying? She's related. I don't even know. Where does she live now? Oh, she's in a, she wants to know if she can come to mom. I said, what would you tell her? She, I told her to buy a ticket.
5: Right, exactly. <laughs> but no, no one asks you, where can you buy one? Can-
3: <laughs> yeah, that, No, really, that's a great one. They don't call, never call me up with a, hey, where can I buy a ticket? No, no, where can, can you get me a ticket? Now, you talked earlier about a guy becoming better when he became champion, that was the exact opposite with that Colombian guy, Eleanor Alvarez. He's in the main event tonight against Michael Seals on ESPN.
5: I mean, it's funny. Alvarez, for a small a small period of time, was kind of like the light heavyweight boogeyman. Like, no one really wanted to fight him. Um, he beat up uh, Lucian Boutte. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he splashed on the scene, knocking out Sergey Kovalev. But then he lost it right back, uh, albeit by decision though was totally um out outclassed on that night. Uh he's going up against a guy that uh has been stopped before that's never really beaten a quality opponent. So it's probably a good way for him to get back into the uh title picture. There's a lot of fights out there for him. Um, you know, I think uh, it's it should be light work for Alvarez, but you know, this is boxing, anything can happen and I think he's a little older. So uh, who knows? Sometimes you get old overnight in boxing, so okay. it should be light work for Alvarez.
3: Felix Verduo and Manuel Ross. Is Verdugo um, on the comeback slide? What happened? What happened to him? God, you know, top rank was saying like he was the next Kodo, the next God.
5: What happened out Al- with Felix Verdejo is what has happened to many fighters before his time. You know, they they, they anointed them. You know. They put him in in, in Canastota before you know he actually had a real fight, and um, he started feeling himself. Uh, in Puerto Rico, they're very passionate about their boxing, mm-hmm. and he was anointed the next one. He 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 felt under almost like a little Cotto curse, you know, because before Cotto there was Juan Manuel Lopez, who really didn't have the career that people expected. And Vedejo uh, got picked off unexpectedly. Um, before that he had a, uh, that motorcycle accident mm-hmm. you know that I believe he broke his arm or something um, he was you know, it, it, he it didn't seem at the time that boxing was his priority um, but let's see if top, I mean he's still with top rank if anyone could promote somebody it's top rank um, he's fighting on TV he's 29 29 I believe now mm-hmm. or something like that it, no, no I'm sorry he's 26 it, it, you know, so he still has years
3: it's coming to you from the Turning Stone Resort and Casino in Verano, New York. And I got a little story about that place. It's the, the Boxing Hall of Fame is real close to that. Real close there. Right. And, and I was there one time and it was a hundred degrees and I was doing the ring announcement for some fight for Mike Akery. And it was a hundred degrees. And I'm not a drinker. I mean, I don't drink, man. I just don't. I haven't had a drink since June, but I mean, if, if, if drinking for me is going to be six drinks a year bottom line was I wanted a beer really 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 bad after like sweating in the ring and uh, we looked really bad all, all the whole TV crew looked like smack anyway bottom line is I went up to the bar and I said hey can I get a beer he said yeah if you go into town I went huh he goes, yeah, if you go going to town, he goes, we don't serve beer. I said, this is a bar. He goes, no, we don't serve any alcohol here. So I sort of said right on because I think alcohol is a white man's poison. Okay, and the Indians weren't selling sell any, any booze there. But the update, 20 years later, are they selling booze?
5: I don't know. I've never had the pleasure of going up there. But I will guarantee you this. It will not be 100 degrees tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it'll probably, and it's about 28 degrees now here in uh, the Bronx, so... I'm sure you'd probably not go off about ten degrees up there. Yeah. Okay. It's, it'll be it's whiskey weather. Not really beer weather.
3: Uh, Kid, I think he was from the was Joan Guzman from the Dominican.
5: Yes. Okay. Yes, he is good buddy of mine. It,
3: what happened there, man? I mean, this guy was like he was a stud. He was a guy. I mean, Hector and I were having. We talk about anointing a guy. We had him like, man, he's he's gonna be. And then pff, what happened? <sighs>
5: I don't want to talk bad about someone No, no, no. A friend, no. I want you to talk bad about it. I just, just, you know,
3: be nice about this. A waste.
5: A waste of talent. He, waste of talent. I mean, and he still, oh, put it this way. It shows you how much people think about you calling you a waste of talent when he's like a two-time world champion, you know, and he's got, he, what he did to Umberto Soto, who at the time yeah. was one of the best fighters in that pound for pound discussion, mm-hmm. he undressed him. Yeah, and he beat uh, that tough uh, Argentinian fellow. I Can't remember his name. The baldy. He got some legal tr- legal problems. Barrios. Uh, yeah. He
3: he, um, he, 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 he what's was, what's listen. Name he name? was never a joke. He and was, and, and I, beat, I remember like say, uh,
5: said. If, yeah, well, listen,
3: when he beat Agapito, listen, let me tell you about Agapito Sanchez. He's That's a dir- homeboy. He's the dirtiest guy I've ever, ever seen in my entire, he was kicking Manny Pacquiao, he was fouling Manny Pacquiao, kicking Manny's ass, headbutting him all over San Francisco, yeah. and you know what they did? Marty Dakin saved Manny Pacquiao's ass that night. Anyway, Joan Guzman still got an, uh, an incredible record, 34 and one, twenty-one kills, the last time he's fought, I guess, was in 2014, but he lost that one fight to Khabib, uh, what I came to say the guy's last name was Seventeen and Outside of that, a no contest with Jason Jason Davis, but an almost unblemished career, man. And I mean, he just yeah. he looks. He, I mean, when he beat up on Agapito Sanchez, he stopped him, and he stopped Sanchez when Sanchez was a pretty good, bad dude. He took uh, he took out Fernando Beltran. I mean, there were some pretty good guys he took out there, but I can't believe that he just didn't he just didn't rise to another level. He was so
5: good. From what I understand, um, at the time he was being promoted by uh, the Saquon,
2: mm-hmm. the,
5: in, the Native Americans out of uh, San Diego area, I believe they are. Yep. They, they have, had a casino. They were in boxing, you know. They had some good guys for, a, for about two or three years. Um, and then I believe his contract was bought by Golden Boy. I think that money kind of went to his head and to his belly, and then he, st- he started missing weight. I mean, the Nate Campbell fight, I mean, he basically burned bridges. Good point. He did, he did Showtime dirty. with. Uh, he missed the unification bout against Nate Campbell. Um, he was supposed to fight in Scotland. Uh, Keep it
3: there. Keep it right there. Socrates Palmer coming up more with the Socrates Palmer Boxing's Only PHD right after the break on Sports Bylines.
2: You can make a wish come true, yeah. One can stand alone in a dark, yeah. can make the light shine through.
1: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
2: If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security Disability Benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares.
1: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
5: Well, I broke into business in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. I, like I said, I had boxed for a while and got tired of it. And I wanted to try wrestling. I went to a wrestling school called Jack Wentworth's, Hamilton, Ontario. I, I trained there for about a year and a half. And uh, I had my first match in CFTO on Toronto TV. And... From there, I went on to have a wrestling career.
3: You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, that was Rocky Johnson. Rocky the Soul Man Johnson. broke into the professional ranks of... Wrestling back in the 1960s, of course, the father of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'll get into his Northern California run and how he wasn't really given the U.S. strap because of the fact that he was an African American. In fact, the promoter straight up admitted that. I'm talking about Roy Shar. So we'll get into Rocky Johnson in depth in segment four of this show, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now back, of course, to the Bronx and Socrates Palmer, our boxing PhD. I gotta go off script here for a second. Mm-hmm. Mr. Tom Brady going to—he's moving out of uh, out of New England. I guess he's he's going to be a free agent next year. Bottom line is, he says, "quote." Let me read this. He says he's embarrassed by the fact that his by his, he's embarrassed by his compensation in contrast to other contracts of NFL quarterbacks and figures to depart the Patriots in March. Bottom line is, he's forty three years
5: old, man. Tom Brady has, I guess, at this point. A bold He came into the league with a bolt on his shoulder, not not a chip on his shoulder. And, you know, he was really like a Cinderella story. I mean, if you were scripting this, you know, you, you, you would think this movie is just crap. The guy was a six-round pick. He had the worst physique of any uh, of the NFL players at the Combine, GM said. And the guy turns out to be one of the legendary players of all time, winning six Super Bowls. And for years, he was underpaid. But the thing is, Tom Brady makes money outside of football. You know, some you know he's capitalized on his good looks, the fact that he's a winner, and he's kind of did things the Patriot-Belichick way. And because of his contracts, it's allowed the team flexibility <clears throat> to keep a, a winning roster. Now he's 43. He still wants to play. He said, he said a couple of years ago he wants to play up until he's 45. I'm sure there will be, there will be a team that will that will pay him what he wants, but he's going to have to be in a perfect situation because Tom Brady, like you said, is 43 and he's he was never mobile when he was young, so I can't see him being mobile now.
3: You, at you know, so. in light of the the concussion era mm-hmm. and in light of the fact he's 43 years old, and he's probably skirted uh, getting hurt thus far. You only got to have your bell rung once. And you're done. I think, as far as these major concussions are concerned, he's
5: really willing to risk that. But you know what, though, Pedro, to be a quarterback now is a lot safer than it was when Jim Plunkett, Terry Bradshaw, and those guys played. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you've probably seen the video when Terry Bradshaw was body slammed by um, Hollywood Henderson. I think it was mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. That's not happening now. You know, quarterbacks. You can't hit them. So it's actually safer to play QB. And and the way his style of play is in the pocket. He's not running around like some of these other guys, like um, uh, Russell Wilson and and, and people like that. So I think, you know what, if you you protect him, he could still play. But he has to be on a winning team. He's not going to go to the Tampa Bay Bucks and win. You know, he's got to be on a really good team that's just that one piece away. And he's still – he's a clean liver. Remember, the guy – is a vegan. Um, he's married, settled down. He's not running around, so you know what you're gonna get, you know. And he wouldn't be the first legendary QB to, to end his career on another team. Joe Montana, for example, was a Kansas City Chief and did well. So you know, it, it could, you know, I, my team, the Raiders. I heard a rumor kicking the tires on them. So they're moving into a fancy new place in Vegas. I'm sure they could use a marquee star. Who
3: knows. This is also LA and San Diego and places like that and but the only place that really does need a quarterback I think is the SF 49ers. They're pretty happy with what they've got now. Straight up 49ers, they going to win tomorrow on Sunday or what?
5: Uh I would be surprised if they, if they didn't. Um the the thing is Green Bay is going to have the best player on the field, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think they have much else and they're really on the roll. That defense looks scary for the Niners.
3: Hmm, interesting. Of course, that's off-subject, talking football, of course. So, eventually, who's going to be the Super Bowl then, Sock?
5: Uh, you know, it pains me to say this, but being a Raiders fan, but I, it's, I can't see anyone beating Kansas City.
3: Hmm, interesting. You
5: know, interesting. I think Andy Reid finally gets his championship.
3: Now, Conor McGregor, um, he's going to be fighting, and I'll be getting that in a little bit later in segment mm-hmm. four, but um, he'll be doing his thing against the, the Cowboy, Donald Cerrone, but he wants to come back and fight Manny Pacquiao in a fight a seventy two thousand seat uh Allegant Stadium, the future home of the LA Ra- the Las Vegas Raiders. I- I'm su- I' am really tired of his act already, both in MMA and boxing. Um but yet the public buys into it, huh?
5: Yeah, I mean I saw the press conference this week. I didn't recognize who that was. He was humble, he was quiet, <laughs> you know, he there was no profanity. All the profanity was coming from uh Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, look, this is a capitalist country. He's got a he he already did the hard part, which is he's he he made his name, so you know, he could fight me and and sell out you know Wembley Stadium. You know, it doesn't matter. It's he if he wants to fight Manny Pacquiao at this stage of Manny's career, he's still going to get beat. The question is that he gets stopped again. <laughs> so. Yeah, but you
3: know, here's what's the bottom line is he's fighting a very feather-fisted Floyd Mayweather. Had he stepped in with a real a guy that can crack a little bit, you know what I'm saying? He'd have been punished. He wasn't punished enough for all the money he took. Let's, uh, he, he mm-hmm. anyway, that's just the way I feel. Um, let's talk about the fighter of the decade. Somebody told me they they announced Floyd Mayweather was a winner of the Fighter of the Decade award. Is that true?
5: I don't know if if it something officially came from the Boxing Writers Association. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen you know, out, uh, reporters just on Twitter kind of give their own opinion. Uh, I've, and you have to ask yourself, what's the criteria? You know, is it, are we going by who's the biggest gate, um, biggest celebrity? Yeah, of course, we're going to give it to Floyd. Or are you going to go by someone who has beaten the best fighters made available to him, never ducked anybody, and in four beat, divisions, fought them, beat them.
3: Yeah, but hey, 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 but Canelo fought guys in four divisions, and he stepped out fought big guys. Didn't tell him, "Hey, guess what? You got to weigh in at this, and anything like that." You know. But and, and Floyd, you know, like I said, Floyd's the porn the Floyd's the porn movie that has no, no, you know, no, no climax to it, man. I mean, just it's, it's just like what did, what did Larry Merchant say? The action starts when the fight begins.
5: <laughs> I mean, you know. Like I said, I think we had this discussion a couple weeks ago. If you go by straight merit, I would probably lean towards Andre Ward. The only thing that hurts Andre Ward is that it was in the early part of the decade, Mm -hmm. you know, that which which hurts. Also, the fact he wasn't necessarily knocking people out cold like Manny Pacquiao when he had his run, you know. So it's it's really subjective at the end of the day. Um, But if we're going, like I said, what's the criteria? If, If you're going by who never showed any flaws throughout their throughout these ten years, who looked invincible it was Andre Ward. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Although he you know, that first fight against Kovalev, you know, you I could see if you're a Kovalev supporter you could say that, that it was a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, but Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao still in twenty nineteen, is beating world class competition. You know, yeah, he took his lump. He, you know, he he was knocked out ugly by, by Marquez, cool You know, who may or may not have been helped by PEDs, but then again, Manny has a shadow of PEDs looming over his head. So it's kind of like two guys fighting with a baseball bat, maybe you can say. (laughs) The first guy to land the shot won. So, you know, it's it's all subjective. You know, if you give it to Floyd, how can you argue it? You know, but, you know, Floyd's probably. I was thinking uh, Canelo. Canelo, too, but then again, does the, the P D now Canelo has documented PEDs. Are you going to hold that against him? So, you hey,
3: wait, all right, here's talking about PEDs real quick before we go to a break. Um, hey. Mike Trout evidently has a human mm. growth hormone exception in, in, in baseball. Are you down with
5: that or what? Am I down with it? Uh, you know what? Steroids are a medical miracle. You know, I mean, if you break your arm, God forbid. You're gonna, you know, you may get a, a script, of, you know, for a pregnancy or, or some sort of some sort of steroid. So, if this is something that he needs for his health, you know, I'm sure it's not the same dosage as if you're a bodybuilder competing. So, it, it, it's it's like not every crime. You know, there's a difference between jaywalking and armed robbery, right? So I, 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 think he, I would have to see i would have to see the details of ach now if he was juicing would i be shocked no
3: well you know i got to say this um mike Trout, all these guys taking in anything human growth and they're trying to say well i need it for this i need it for that but guess what it makes you a better baseball player too when he's saying that thing anyway the bottom line is we're playing the happy birthday song because your pops had a birthday this week and we want to wish him the very happiest of birthdays man of course the the father of socrates farmer a very distinguished man we wish you the best man you've got big shoes to fill there young man
5: yes sir yes sir thank you i'm very lucky to have him in my life uh he's my best friend like i said um On Facebook, I love
3: them. Socrates Palmer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
0: Here comes the decision now. Let's listen.
4: Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.moneyasap.com That's moneyasap.com MoneyASAP.com Hey, did you know that Discover offers home equity loans with zero application fees, zero appraisal fees, and zero cash due at closing? That's a lot of zeros, but all those zeros can add up to something big. A home equity loan from Discover can help you use the equity you've already built for things like home improvements, major purchases, or consolidating high-interest debts into a low fixed-rate loan. So you can make big changes with zero worries. Home equity loans are offered by Discover Bank, NMLS ID 684042. Learn more at discoverhomeequityloans.com slash zero. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping.
1: 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 709 4409 That's 800-709-4409.
2: Welcome back to SportsView. Next topic, is it really all about power? Makes me think of Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Gives you the power to find options based on your budget. Let's go to Chuck for an irrelevant analogy.
0: Man, back in the day, people didn't ask how many oranges are in the crate. They just took the oranges. They didn't say, are oh, there 6, seven, twelve, fifteen, whatever. It was just oranges.
2: You get me? We get you, Chuck. In a word, oranges. Give it to us straight with the Progressive Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state
5: law.
4: Much has been made of Velasquez's injuries, but in terms of his body, he's never felt more confident in it. Oh, oh he got Velasquez's That's it. it. That's comes
1: it. the show. Oh, my goodness, goodness. gracious. He's got has knocked out Cain Velasquez. Wow. Hurt his knee. Busted his knee, guys. Blew his knee out. Oh, my goodness. The
3: end of Cain Velasquez, of course, a former two-time USC heavyweight champion, a man that Wow, I thought he, he really had some, <clears throat> he had it all going for him until he sort of got, see, you know, he got fatted in between, got fatted between fights, got hurt, and then he got fatted between fights. So he never got the weight off, I don't think, effectively. And the bottom line is, I mean, Francis and destroyed him in the blink of an eye. Managed to sit in the blink of an eye. Anyway, tonight, of course, the UFC rocking and rolling from the T-Mobile Arena, of course, in Paradise, Nevada, a.k. Las Vegas, or like, a block off Las Vegas. Bottom line is, Conor McGregor the, uh, take it on the cowboy, Donald Strone. Now, McGregor, of course, the roar, the, the roar of Ireland, the man, of course, that was the USC champion at 145 and 155. Of course, he is, uh, lost fights at 170 to Nate Diaz and, of course, lost the fight at 155 to the current champion, Khabib, the man that's been undefeated his entire life, wrestling bears, lions, men, women, you name it. Khabib was undefeated as far as his life's concerned. Anyway, Khabib destroys Connor in his last fight. Of course, now Connor's coming back and he picks a guy that's lost two fights in row and Donald Saron. Coincidence? No. Connor's looking for a, an easy mark, or he thinks that Saron's going to be an easy mark. Saron's uh, strategy should be to try to outlast Connor McGregor. In other words, <clears throat> slip those early blows because Connor throws hard there's no doubt about it this is going to be a welterweight and this is 170 pounds I don't like him fighting at 170 I think he's like a, a real lightweight 155 pounder of course a guy that knocked out Jose Aldo with one punch at 145 so he can really punch I mean McGregor can really really punch but not at 170 per se and Donald man, eh, not really a, a welterweight per se either of course he's a guy that I think is a, a lightweight or Probably peaked at lightweight and peaked a couple of years ago as well. But McGregor looking in this comeback fighter. Cerrone needs to take him into the later rounds. This is a five-round main event. Shame on Conor McGregor because he doesn't do too well in the latter rounds. So if he gets gas, Cerrone's got a shot here. If he doesn't, probably going to be Conor McGregor. The co-feature, Double H, Holly Holm, the preacher's daughter, of course, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Taking on Raquel Pennington. Um, Holly Holm's seen better days. Holly Holm's a great girl. Girl, Holly Holm's a, a great person. Holly Holm's a, a fantastic representative of the community down there in Albuquerque. Of course, a, a former world boxing champion. I mean, I, I televised, I take that back. I was a ring announcer for some of her fights down there in Albuquerque at different places called the pit and places like that. So she was like, the rage of Albuquerque. She really was. And of course, she came into the world of mixed martial arts. A bit of an unknown as far as MMA school circles. You know, she only had like six, seven fives. And then boom, she, she beats Ronda Rousey. I mean, destroys Ronda Rousey was down there in, in Australia. Just took her down under and, and destroyed her, of course. Then after that, they say, you know, we're going to do, we're going to call our own shots. That's what her promoter told me. He told me on the show. Mm. Lenny Fresquez, This is exactly what he said. We're going to cho- choose our own path. We're going to take on Misha Tate. We're not going to wait on Ronda Rouse in a rematch. Well, Misha Tate beat Holly Holm. So that was that. So there was no rematch. There was no big money rematch. And after that, Holly Holm so- sort of fell on... Uh- Hard times in the USA. I think she's won one fight after that. So, not good times. Tonight she's taking on Raquel Pennington. Pennington can fight. We'll see what happens there. It's a bit of a coin toss. As far as the rest of the card's are concerned, ho, ho, ho hum. I wouldn't be buying this one. Anthony Pettis taking on Carlos Diego Ferreira. I guess the main event is a, is, is exciting to an extent because of the fact that, you know, McGregor's an attraction. But outside of that, I don't know. Sort of like a car wreck. Earlier, before the uh, before we got into the segment, you heard that clip. Of course, I'm talking about Francis Ngannou is back. Of course, taking on this guy by the name of Jazz Rosnick. Of course, Rosnick's set like 70 uh, M, uh, uh, kickboxing fights. 70 kicks in boxing fights. I think he's lost about 12 of them. And he's undefeated as a MMA fighter, but you know, he's fought lives that really aren't up in Nugano's class. Really, nobody's in Nugano's class. Of course, he's a loser of three fights. Lost that fight to Stipa Miocic. Lost that fight to afterwards, uh, after the heavyweight title fight the five-round decision. He lost to Mi- uh Miocic, Miopic, of course he came back. He lost against Derek Lewis, but he lost a fight earlier in his career, so he's had three losses. But, you know, I think he learned, uh, he, I mean, if there's a guy that's, a, he might have learned. He may be hard-headed, but he might have learned. And he's not that old of a dog that you can't teach new tricks to, okay? Because this is a new bit of a, it's a new world for him. Because I told I tell you, he was, a prof- he was a professional boxer before. He was a boxer, just a stone-cold hands guy. And of course, and he punches really hard. In fact, I think that, right, now, if he was to box somebody, if he hit them on the chin, any heavyweight in the world, if he hit him on the chin, he'd knock him out. That's how hard he is. I get you, not he is the hardest hitter I've ever seen with a pair of gloves or without a pair of gloves on. And he's going to be in the main event. Of course, he's going to go down UFC on ESPN. Francis Gando in the main event, May twenty eighth, two thousand twenty, from the Nationwide Arena in my favorite city of Columbus, Ohio, home of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Of course. Buster Douglas and John Johnson. i got memories going back to man, 1989, 1990, 1991. The rise and fall of James Buster Douglas. That's a show in, in itself. Anyway, also on that Engano card, there's a uh, couple of Greg Hardy's going to take on Yogan DiCastro, another heavyweight fight. Outside of that, Sam Alvey, Kyle Roundtree, Luis Smocha, Tessia Torres, and women's strawweight uh, bout. In other words, there's really no names out, standing out here. And the reason why they're doing this is they don't have any. That's right. I think they're running on a shortage of talent. They just, I mean, they, they, they bought this company. The people that bought this company paid $4,200 million for it. $4.2 billion for the USC. And while it might pay off in the long run, it ain't going to pay off 25% of your investment in four years. It sure doesn't look like that anyway. According to the, the, uh, the finance guys, the economists that I've talked to about this, it wasn't a good deal for the guys that bought it. Anyway, they think they've got a, uh, a gold mine, more power to them. Anyway, I'm looking at the rest of these cards. The rest of the year, Khabib and Ferguson, of course, that's going down at the Barkley Center, home of the New York Nets and Brooklyn Nets, April 18th, 2020. Khabib, undefeated in, like, his life. Uh, he doesn't lose fights in the ring. He doesn't, he doesn't lose rounds in the ring, in, in the gym. I mean, that's, I I, I I kid you not. He doesn't, I mean, people just really tell me. And I said, come on, man, you got to lose a ring. No, no, he's never lost a round in the ring never he, he's just not he's like undefeated for his life i've got videos of him on youtube I think wrestling bears alligators lions you name it he he's beat them all. I kid you not undefeated world lightweight champion one hundred and fifty five pounds kabib and the problem is for Tony Ferguson is that Tony Ferguson is probably a guy that's going to weigh about 170 pounds, 168 pounds after, you know, they rehydrate, right? Well, Khabib's probably going to weigh about 185. And although Khabib doesn't do it to you, when you've got that kind of weight advantage in the world of mixed martial arts, you could lay on a dude. You could lay on a dude and get him tired. Guy's got 15 pounds more than you You can lay on him, man. So that's why I'm thinking that... The USC has got to go with some uh, some type of weight restrictions. In other words, if you weigh in at 155 pounds, you can't come in no heavier than uh, uh, 168 pounds or something like that. I think they've got to put some type of weight limit on it. Because some of these guys, I kid you not, some of these guys are gaining 25 and 30 pounds. 25. If a guy weighs in at 205, he comes into the octagon the next day like at 228. I go, whoa, you got to be kidding me. No, no. That's the kind of weight they put on. I'm talking about water, of course dehydrating himself to make the weight in an unnatural way. But, eh, you know, he do what you have to do as far as boxing and MMA is concerned. Anyway, also on the Khabib card, that's going to go, I think it's UFC 229. Is that what I said? Yeah, in the USc two forty nine anyway uh Jessica Andrade she can rock baby she can she's taking on Rose Nahomanis, of course the former champion of strawweight. the girl that they threw um they threw Nahomanis in in deep I thought she was a good girl she was a, she had potential she was uh she had a good story to her in the whole nine yards and and then they, and then they threw in a match that you know she wasn't going to win and they and they sent her over i mean it's Dana White. And I'm not a big Dana White fan, I kid you not. I'm not a big Dana White fan, but they'd send her down to Brazil to defend against Jessica Andrade. Andrade slammed her. I mean, it was a KO slam. I like well, in the second round, three minutes in, it was just, it was ugly. But you sort of knew that was gonna happen because there was disparity in talent between the two. Even though Rose was doing okay earlier, I knew that Andrade was light years better than her. What I'm trying to tell you was, is that they didn't give Rose a title, they should have gave Rose a fight where she could have made some money and defended the title and set up this fight with Andrade to get drilled. And they don't do that in the world of the USC. And I think that, I think that fighters need those kind of fights in order to, to, to sustain their, their emotional lift in order to stay on top of things. I mean, you've got to keep an edge in fighting. You just have to. You have to have that edge. And I don't know. The UFC just, it's that pimp stuff. I mean, that's my opinion. It's a pimp thing. And when I say a pimp thing, I mean, you know, either you do what master says, or guess what? You don't, you ain't part of the plantation. I mean, they'll just, I mean, look what they did to Chris Cyborg Santos. I mean, they, holy cow, man, they just, they just cut her. They conned her into a contract. They conned her to take it a fight. And then they just said, you know, we're gonna, um, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna cut you. Say what? We're going to cut you. How how can you cut me? I was your champion, 145 pounds for the longest. I was considered the most dominant fighter in women's mixed martial arts for many years. What what are you talking about? So we're going to cut you. Why? Because we can, and that's what they did. Because they could, they conder into taking a fight. They conned her into taking a fight, and she couldn't – I mean, she took the fight, and she lost against Amanda Nunes, no doubt about that. But she had to do go through all kinds of weight changes and go switch from one state to another state as far as her training camp concerns concerned. So that means she had to make weight. While she's making weight, she's driving back from Las Vegas to L.A. because they couldn't license uh, John Jones there because of some steroid issues in in Las Vegas, Nevada. Bottom line is, that was a bad weekend for her, and the UFC didn't give her nothing as far as returns are concerned. You are tuning to Rink Talk live worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of boxing and MMA, of course. We're talking about, just for a second, I'll, I'll just go into the world of professional wrestling just for a minute. Of course, I'm talking about Rocky the Soul Man Johnson. Man, when I watched the guy out here, he was, a, of course, a Canadian professional wrestler. We talked about that a little bit earlier. I broke in in Ontario up there, but he was... He was an amazing guy. Born in 1944, of course he died this past week, but, well I remember watching him in the 60s and the 70s and, and, and around here, and of course he was a big star here in the Bay Area, of course, his, he met his wife, who became the, uh, the mother of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He met her here. He, she was the daughter of Peter Maiva, or Peter Mavia, whichever you, however you want to pronounce that, but, hmm. He was a Samoan chief, an icon in the world of professional wrestling. He died from getting tattoos. Pretty, yeah. He had these tattoos all over his legs. He didn't take care of the needles. He got cancer because of that. Not the cancer because of that in the ink. Not too pretty. Anyway, the bottom line is... Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Rocky Johnson's son, and Rocky went through a whole lot of stuff. Really, I mean, a whole lot of stuff. I mean, in the early days here, of course, he was in Northern California. As I said, the promoter was Roy Shire. He teamed with people like Pat Patterson and Pepper Gomez. Pepper Gomez was a Mexican American star. He was the only guy I know that ever never turned heel. Anyway, Rocky Johnson. I don't remember if he had a heel turn with Rocky Johnson or not, but when I say heel turn, I mean like turned into a bad guy. But you know, he was he was quite a personality about there. He was six foot two. He he weighed about 250 pounds looks like he he lifted weights he talked about having a boxing career although I could never find any fights for him he said he was Ali's sparring partner I couldn't find any documentation of that either but then then again you guys like to talk guys like to talk no doubt about that but you know he was the U.S. heavyweight champion out here just for a minute here in San Francisco for an absolute minute and the reason why I say that just absolute minute was <clears throat> promoter Roy Shire said I can't have an an end guy. I can't have an end guy holding my title. It just doesn't look good for me. And, and a couple of people have told me about Roy Shire and, and he's all these racial slams. I mean, these racial slams against Rocky Johnson. And, you know, Roy was a piece of work. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he exposed the business in 1984, I think, to the L.A. Times, things like that, after the... Uh, the uh, AWA and the WWD decided they were going to invade his territory, of course, after losing his last champion. But he was just – he was a genius at one point in time, but he was a racist. I mean, he was an absolute racist. He just was. And at the end of the day, of course, as I said, lost his promotion here in, in San Francisco. But Rocky Johnson, Pat Patterson, Ray Stevens, just some of the stars that came from big-time wrestling. The aforementioned Pepper Gomez, uh, Terry Garvin. I remember Dick the, uh, Dick the Bruiser, Bobo Brazil. Another African American star, Kenji Shibuya, and a great Japanese heel. I mean, good lord, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I said Pat Patterson. All these guys all grew up around Rocky the Soul Man Johnson. Everybody owes him a great of gratitude, a great uh, a debt of gratitude. He was a fantastic human being, good personality, honest guy, bold to the bold to an extent. Of course, he was in the world of professional boxing. You have to be. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide.
0: 8773600402 That's 8773600402 Are you an active stock market investor? Well then you know these three keywords
2: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's got a crazy gas tank, crazy gas tank.
3: Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder hit the campaign trail this past week, of course, uh, talking about promoting their February 22nd bout. Of course, this is going to be live on pay-per-view. I'm talking about the WBC heavyweight title. Deontay Wilder, defending champion, the Bronx Bomber, the 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, And you know what? I'm sort of leaning towards him as far as this rematch is going, even though Tyson Fury is a better fighter. Now, Hector Martinez, of course, he's saying that that he's calling me out on bets. Of course, he's my boxing buddy, okay, my best friend anyway. But he doesn't want to pay the odds. In other words, he's willing to take uh, Vassil Lomachenko over... Over Tiafimo Lopez, but he doesn't want to give me the two and a half or three to one odds. So what I'm trying to tell you is, Hector, unless you give me the odds, the bets aren't happening. You want to play Vegas, baby? You got to pay Vegas. You are due to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. Tonight, of course, live on Fox, you've got Julian Williams defending the WBA and IBF 154 pound titles. Pretty good fighter, of course, comes with us from the city of brotherly love. Of course, shocked us with that knockout of Jared, beat up, when he beat up Jared, Hur- Jared Hurd last year. That was a big stunner. Hurt hasn't been back since. I don't think. Anyway, bottom line is Williams off nine months. We'll see if the rust hurts him tonight. Of course, the other fight live on ESPN Eleanor Alvarez taking on some guy that is not supposed to beat him but then again you know he was supposed to win the uh win that rematch for the WBO light heavyweight title instead he sort of failed miserably against Sergey Kovalev I have no idea I remember seeing him at the WBO convention I think that was in Panama just about 6 or 8 weeks before he lost that fight to Kovalev and you know when guys break training camp I don't care if it's just for a minute when guys break training camp bad things seem to happen you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside-looking world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, live from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the Bay of San Francisco, California. We're live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. And I keep going. Of course, we are live and delayed on iHeartRadio.com. So if you listen to live on iHeartRadio.com, you always go to the Ring Talk, archives just punch in ring talk there at iHeartRadio, radio and they'll tell you take you right to the archives you can see some of our past shows you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide the sunday edition 11 a.m. pacific time two hours live on sports byline